married. Oh, you know. Okay. Oh, good talk. Good talk. Good night. Welcome to week 75 of the Frankcast. Are we going backwards? No. What week did you think it was? I don't know. Just feels like it's always the same week to me. I don't know. Well, every day's kind of felt the same for me for a while. Like, seriously, I'm having trouble remembering what day of the week it is sometimes. It's tiring. I'm tired. <sighs> you and me both. Straight up now. Um. So anyway, what's new? Nothing's not been the greatest week in the world. No, what happened? I'm just tired. On Wednesday, they were fixing the gate in the back parking lot. And I came home, and I couldn't park. So Julie Tong uh, said that they'll be done in a couple of hours, so I drove back to the studio. That's got to be like your worst nightmare. Like, usually, if you can't park somewhere, you just go home, but if you uh, can't park at done. home... I'm not done. Oh, okay. And so, uh, she called me and, and said, are you coming home? And I was like, well, I, are they done? It's like, they, I, I don't know yet. And I got there, and they weren't done. It was 10 o'clock. Yikes. And so I said, I'm, I'm, there's no parking on the street around here for blocks. I'm going back to the studio, and I'm sleeping at the studio. Oh, wow. And so I slept at the studio until about 5 in the morning when I knew there would be street parking, and I came home. <laughs> and I've been pretty much miserable ever since. Well, I imagine that threw your sleep schedule off. Yeah. I mean, all the Oni crap is going on that sucks for everybody. Yeah, I wish I knew more about it, but I don't I don't think I know any more than most people do. Sounds like a corporate hit job is what it sounds like. It, it's concerning, yeah. I got, a, I got an email about my royalties. I didn't read it, but it sounded like my royalties were going to be late from them. And I was like, I wonder if that had something to do with all this. I read something online where somebody was saying that everybody should probably be checking into their royalties. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something hanky's going on. Um, and what was the other thing I read? That basically, it, it looked a lot like it was like they're stripping it down for a sale. Yeah. <laughs> the parent company or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I've got people asking me if I know what's going on. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm just a work-for-hire dude, like a letterer, you know. And I think, in fact, from when I started, Charlie and James were the last people that were there when I started, you know. like. So now that they're gone, I mean, I know the other editors. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know who the hell's running the place. At this point, like stupid sons of bitches. So yeah, I don't know, man. It's like I said, it's concerning. 
As far as the editors I work with, it's been pretty much business as usual, I guess. But, I mean, you don't expect them to, you know, really disseminate any information, I wouldn't think. But, I don't know. See what happens, I guess. And, uh, Sean Dove got COVID. Yeah, I saw that on Instagram on mm-hmm. his birthday, I think, wasn't it? Well, he, he oh. tested positive on his birthday. Uh, yep. That sucks. Is he doing all right? I think they're getting better, but, uh... Oh, so did everybody catch it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently it was pretty rough for a little bit, but... Well, that sucks. Yep, but she's getting better, and they're all getting better. Good. So it just seems like everybody's having a miserable time, so. Yeah, well, it's, I know we all want to forget about it, but we're still in the middle of a pandemic, you know? Oh, I know. I was at a convention last weekend. Yeah. I'd say about 20% of the people were wearing masks. And there's a new sub-variant out that's causing problems. Yeah. It was kind of a, I was just anxious the whole time. I mean, I was fine. I didn't catch anything, but I was, you know, and it didn't take much to be careful there. It's just surprising that people don't. Well, now we got to worry about monkeypox. Nobody's got to worry about monkeypox. Uh, they think it might be airborne. Yeah, I'm wearing a mask. Yeah, but you can also get it through people touching you. Nobody touches me at a convention. You don't brush up against nobody. No, hell no, especially at this one. Hmm. Okay. I didn't get up and go anywhere except to the bathroom. All right. I'm Nobody just, touched me. I'm just saying, man. Monkeypox. Yeah. Airborne monkeys. Yeah. That's stay. Wizard of Oz shit, dude. You should stay inside. Basically. You, should, you especially should stay inside. I mean, the, the monkeypox won't kill you. Apparently, it's just miserable. You should never go anywhere. You're preaching to the choir. You should never. You should stay inside and starve. Well, I can't do that. Um, so, yeah. Fucking flying monkeys. Man. So, anyway. Yeah, it's been a rough week. And I I put myself in a bad position, so I'm, I'm going to have a few more rough weeks coming up. <laughs> Probably till the end of August, which reminds me, um, I, gu- I guess I got to call it. I mean, I've got a ticket, but there's no way I'm going to C2E2. I can't, even if I could afford it right now. I got like too much shit on my schedule right now. I was hoping to wiggle around it, but I'm gonna wiggle around your face. You'll see Rafer though. He's gonna no Rafer's staying here. Oh, is he? Better not get me sick. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Are you, uh, you going to the show this year? Yeah. You tabling or just wandering around? I wasn't at first, but I am tabling, yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, yeah, so, how was that show over the weekend? Aside from you being nervous at it. Felt like a Wizard World show. Is that a good thing? 
I don't know. I haven't been in a Wizard World show in like 10 years. Right. It was very small. I didn't go out on the main floor at all. Mm. So I didn't see any of that crap. Um, it looked like a lot of autographs going on. Um, there was COVID there because one of the uh, Cadence guys got it. Oh, shit. Really? Yep. Yep. Man. It's just putting a damper on everything. Yeah. Not going away, and you know, I shouldn't have gone. I mean, if we keep having these conventions, then you know, maybe I shouldn't go to these things. You know, maybe I should uh, conscientiously object so that they'll shut. Not they're going to shut them down because I'm not going, but I guess if enough people don't go, they would. Feels a little wrong. Like you're perpetuating the danger. Yeah, I mean. Especially these fools that aren't wearing masks. Yeah, I don't get that. That's the crowd that goes, well, if the vaccines work, why should I wear a mask? Yeah. If masks don't work and vaccines don't work, then why should I do either one of them? Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, that's what you call mask holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, you did some pretty art over the weekend that you posted. That's all that. Mm, thank you for saying. I mean, not all of it was, but you can't win all the time. Yeah, I liked some of them. I haven't really liked any of my artwork in uh, you know in a long time. I was just messing with you, man. It was all wonderful. Wonderful. All those happy little trees. When someone asks you to just draw whatever you want, you just draw a Bob Ross painting. Mm. Or just a picture of Bob Ross's hair. <laughs> um, anyway. So. Yeah, I. At one point, I, I, this last week, I went through and I watched like 15 rom-coms. Well, not rom-coms. They were mostly just romantic movies. Hallmark style, you know. And I, I'm, okay. st- I'm starting to think that the... You're weird? The Hallmark romance movie type thing is probably one of Canada's biggest exports. Because everybody in them is Canadian. <laughs> so... I guess, I mean, technically, I guess it wouldn't be if they are our actual Hallmark movies or, like, the Family Faith and Life channel or whatever it is. Yeah, that's interesting. That makes sense. Like, I don't know that those are actually Canadian. So I guess, you know, they're just filming up there because it's cheap and they're hiring Canadian actors because they're local. But it was just weird because, like, everybody I'd look up because I was like, oh, that person looks familiar. Like, I've seen him in something before. I'd look him up and it turns out that they were Canadian and in, in some Canadian TV show I'd seen before. Stupid ass fucking Canadians up. Get them. Yeah, I mean, man. Canada's in the romance business. I'm gonna punch them. I'm gonna punch all them Canadians. Oh, man. Why are you gonna punch somebody for being a lover, not a fighter? I'm, I don't know. I'm cranky. I'm a jerk. Um. And I, I think I saw at least four different variations on the 
plucky bridesmaid, professional bridesmaid slash wedding planner uh, falls in love with like the best man or something like that theme. I'm guessing that's just a subgenre. Yeah, I, I, it must be because it, it was repeated over several movies, like just with minor variations to it. Um, the other other big one seems to be a uh, big city girl returns home and falls in love with like a you know a hometown man. Kind of mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another big one. No. Um, and you know, I mean, these must be themes that actually resonate with people, or else they wouldn't keep making the same ones over and over. Like I, I just watch them because they're popcorn movies to me. Like they're real easy to watch without having to think about. You watch them, and. You just, I mean, you answered your own question. They're, they're, they're comfortable. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they're just easy to watch. Like, you don't have to think about them at all. Yeah, but there's something about them that makes you watch them in particular. There's lots of things that are easy to watch. Well, I guess it's because, generally speaking, they're nice movies. See? You, 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 you figured it out. It wasn't hard. You did it. There's, like, not a lot of super, like, uber-conflict in them. There's no guts and blood. Very little backstabbing. You know, they're just mostly friendly. Inoffensive. You're inoffensive. Well, that's not true. I'm very offended by you. But then, you know, then I go and I I bounce back and I watch some splatter movie or something. You know, so... (laughs) There you go. Extremes. And occasionally I'll put in something old, like The Last Starfighter or something. Which, I mean, The Last Starfighter is all about wishful fulfillment, too, so. I don't watch a lot of movies over and over again. I've got some favorites that I, I like to put on every now and then. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I historically don't do that. There's something about not wanting to see the same thing again. I'm not saying that I don't watch them, but it, a lot of it has to do, like, if it's on, I'll watch it. Right. How often do you listen to music, you know, like that you've already listened to? Do you do that regularly? You know, I as for somebody that is learning to play and write music, I don't listen to music a lot, and I should. I was just wondering, like, I, I don't know... Like, cause I remember you saying before. When I, when I do listen to music, I put it on a random thing. So you don't just pull out like a favorite album and listen to it or something? A lot of the time I don't. I, I feel like I get burned out on stuff really easy. Mm. I was just wondering how far, like, if this, if this was just a movie thing or if that carries over to your other interests. No, I think it, I think it's all entertainment. I don't know what it is. I, Cause you don't, some, you don't really reread comics you've read before, right? I don't reread things. I don't uh, rewatch a lot of things. I don't... So you're all about the new. It's not that I'm about the new, because it's not like I'm seeking out new things. It's just things I haven't seen before. Well, that's what I, I mean, new to you. Like Yeah, I guess. And it, it's and it's more of a... I don't know. It... I, There is comfort in things that you've seen and love, but there's also kind of a depression thing for me when I see stuff too many times. Huh. And I, I, it's hard to explain. I don't think I can explain it right. It doesn't sound like it makes sense as I'm saying it out loud. Well, it kind of clicks with how frustrated you get when I rewatch stuff and talk about it. <laughs> well, it's because, well, that's because... One, the stuff you watch at 
from the beginning is terrible. Two, you said it was terrible and you hated it when you watched it. And then you watch it three or four times. Well, not always. Not the stuff I hate. <laughs> the stuff I watch a lot, I actually like. Like Smallville, you actually twice. what? I watched it twice. And that, that was spread out like with a decade in between watching them. Mm. Well, and more than that, really, because the first time I watched them, I only watched them weekly as they came out or as they aired. So I watched that over ten seasons and then waited a decade and then binge-watched the whole thing again. Or same thing with Dawson's Creek or whatever, you know. Lost. Stuff like that. But, I, I mean, I don't really feel the need to watch Lost ever again now that I've watched it in a binge. Yeah. And I really don't feel like I'm ever going to need to watch Smallville again. Yeah. Um, Dawson's Creek, I might, because that was, I mean, that was a legit good show. They're not, like, Jim, Jim Terry's actually a good example of this. He is always talking about, yeah, I'm going to put on, uh, Mad Max and heal my soul with listening, watching Mad Max. It's like, you watch Mad Max every day. You literally watch that. You watch the Lord of the Rings all the time, and he talks like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta watch that again. It's been too long." It's like it was last week. <laughs> I don't think I do that. I he is insane about the stuff. Like sometimes I'll do that with music, where I'll play the same album like a, several times in a week or something. Yeah. Um, but I don't usually. I can't think of no. Okay, recently there was that Love and Monsters movie. For some reason, I really liked that movie, and I watched it probably ten times in two weeks. Wow. That's weird. I just really liked it. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Part of it, part of the kept, well, why I kept rewatching it was to try to figure out why I liked it so much. Because it, it'd be nice to know, why, <laughs> you know what, what was in it that actually... But I couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Because, so, I mean, there's... I mean, it's a good movie. It's got, you know, all the actors are good in it. The story's good. It's fun. Stuff like that. But, I mean, there are other movies I've watched that meet the same criteria that I haven't liked nearly as well. The only thing I can, I guess, I it, it something about the chemistry of the actors or something, maybe? I don't know, you know? Or it just, I happen to watch it at the right time and it hits something in me. And it's kind of the reverse of, like... There have been, like, bands, when I first heard them, I couldn't stand them. And then I went back and listened to them at a different time, and I was like, oh, yeah, I get this now. I dig it. Uh, there's probably bands like that for me. And there's been artists like that, too, where when I first saw their art, I'm like, I just, I don't like that. <laughs> you know? And then I, you know, saw it again, like, in a different mood or whatever, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. So, I, yes, I mean, sometimes it's just, the, I guess, the mood I'm in when I first see something. Yeah. Like um like with most bands, the first album I hear by them that I like is generally my favorite album no matter how good the rest of them are. I don't know why. That's just the way my brain works. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I don't think that's I, I don't know, it may be it is a weird thing. I don't feel like it's a weird thing. I don't know. I've, that's something that I'd probably do too. Because it's like I'm trying to think of a good example. Like I was in the car the other day, and I've just got a I got an SD card that goes into my stereo that's just got however many freaking albums on it. But 
plays straight through and then repeats itself. And um, Bell and Sebastian came on. from It was the album Boy with the Arab Strap, which I first heard in 99, I think. Mm-hmm. And I heard the title song. That was the first song I had ever heard by them. And I really liked that song, so I got the rest of the album. And I really liked the whole album. Now, they have other equally as good albums, but that is the album I like the most by them. Um, just stuff like that, you know. Joe Jackson's Night and Day. Like, Sorry? That's interesting to me. Joe Jackson's Night and Day is another one. Like, he has other great albums. Which, he's a weird one because after a certain point he switched his music style and I just didn't like it anymore. And that's right. fine. That's fine because he put out, like, like four albums I like a lot. So, you know, hey, <laughs> I can't complain, really. But, um... But yeah, night and day. For some reason, I mean, that, that's my Joe Jackson album. That's my go-to with him. Stuff like that. Hmm. Um, but anyway. So yeah. Where was I going with all that anyway? I don't know. I don't listen to you. Yeah, I don't know, man. Do you remember a TV show that was on right around? I think it was oh eight oh nine. Um, called Legend of the Seeker. <laughs> yeah, I had, that, I had that guy from, speaking of Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Spence. Yeah. He was in Thunderdome, too. Uh, weirdly playing another pilot. I remember that. But, um, yeah, for some reason that popped into my head. And I'm like, oh, I think I'll go ahead and rewatch that because that went off the air in like 2010. Only lasted like two seasons. Australian show or something? Uh, I think it was. It was either filmed in Australia or New Zealand. It was. It was a Ramey Tappert production. Yeah, yeah. Tappert's from New Zealand, right? I think. I think so. Yeah. And it does have a lot of Australians in it too. Yeah. So maybe it was actually filmed in Australia, but it, it looks more like New Zealand, the landscape. Yeah. Um. And it's I'm about halfway through the first season. It's it's actually not bad. I mean, it's I don't know. It is what it is, I guess. It kind of makes me want to read the books. It was based on a series of books by Terry Goodkind. Hmm, that's the good kind. That's kind of a redundant name, isn't it? Hmm, good kind. Good kind. I mean, I, like I, get, the- I guess you could be kind without being a good person. I hmm. guess you could be a good person without actually being kind. Mm, good kid. But, uh, yeah, it was The Sword of Truth was the name of the book series. And uh, I never actually... I, I vaguely remember seeing them, because, I, I mean, those, the first book of that came out in, like, 94 or something like that. And I regularly... I might have actually read one or two of them early on, come to think of it. And I think I, he used to pop up in some of the anthology magazines I used to subscri- subscribe to. Like fantasy and science fiction and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I never, I don't remember reading those books. All right, son. What? Oops. I pressed the wrong button on the on the internet. What happened? Well, it, it started a video. Oh no! What's Sorry. The, what's the uh, video? It's a video of my guitar teacher. Hmm. Is he yelling at you, telling you to make more music? No, this is... I have two guitar teachers. Are they both yelling at you, telling you to make more music? 
One yells at me about making music. The other yells at me about practicing. Oh, okay. Well, as long as somebody's yelling at you, you know. Yeah, there's enough people yelling at me. Um. Oh, I know. I was gonna say. Okay, so I picked up the first two books in a series, which I'm I'm not gonna tell you what the series or the author's name is because I'm really not gonna say anything nice about them. Oh, um, real? Yeah, but I, I just I want to talk about this because I think it's really weird. Okay. Um. So, I think I mentioned last week I, I was catching up on some like some series I had I kind of fell behind on book wise, like the Dresden Files and um, the, the Rivers of London stuff and that. Mm-hmm. And one of the weird things because I, I I was reading like two books in a row, plus some short stories um, in the Dresden Files series, and I, I kind of noticed that he was repeating himself here and there. And not not between books, but in the same book, he would like he he would repeat a description of somebody, or something like little stuff like that. And it wasn't necessarily verbatim, but it was really close to what he previously said. And at one point, there was one thing where he repeated himself like three times across like a third of the book or something. And I'm like, this is really weird. Why is this happening? Like, shouldn't an editor have caught this or something? <laughs> And then I start wondering, well, I wonder if that's like a padding technique. So you can hit a word count. Without having to actually, like, change something. Because, like, if you put all that stuff in as padding, then those are things you can easily cut without actually changing the story or anything. Hmm. And and if, like, say you come up short on your word count, well, those are easy things to add in to, you know, give you more padding to reach it or whatever. And I don't know this for a fact, but I'm just, I, I can't think of why an, an editor on a fairly popular series would let something like that just go like that, you know? My other thought, though, was I was wondering if, if these books aren't meant to actually be read like I read books, like, all at once, you know? Kind of like, like, if they're meant to just be read, like, you pick, pick up a chapter, read it, and then put it down for a week, and then... It didn't read like a... Like a like a, what am I think? Like um, like it was serialized chapters or something. No. Um, why can I not think of words? Because words is hard. <laughs> it didn't seem like a theme or something. Like it was meant to be repeated. Um. Sometimes you don't pick up on things like that. I mean. It was just, it was like, like I said, it would be things like he'd re- repeat his description of somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's something, but, I mean, uh, But uh, he, he, like, just had described them, like, in the chapter before, so why would you need to I, do that from chapter to chapter? Well, Chuck Palahniuk does that a lot. Not describe stuff, but he re- has lots of repeating motifs in his stories. Yeah, this didn't come across as, like, an artistic thing. Okay. Like where, yeah, where somebody repeats something for effect. Yeah. No, th- this didn't come across like that. It just came across like repetitive, you know. Mm. And I don't know. Again, like I, that's where I was trying to figure out why. Like, because obviously he meant it to be there because he put it there, and the editor thought that that was okay. So mm-hmm. both of them were in agreement that that was okay for that to be there. So this is on purpose. So from there, I was just trying to figure out why. Like, like I said, you know, is it a padding thing? Is it a thing where because. Maybe they they assume people don't consume books all at once, like they 
like I said, read a chapter one week, read another chapter the next week or something like that, and have like a big gap in between them, like reading, watching episodes of a TV show. Mm-hmm. So they figure the, the repetition, because, you know, like some comic writers will do that from issue to issue, where they'll briefly repeat things that happened last issue and stuff. Um, which you don't see that as much, because a lot of people tend to write for the trade these days, and have been for a while, for a decade or so, <laughs> or more. Um, but you used to see that a lot in serial, monthly serial comics and stuff. Uh, the, my other thought was maybe he serialized the chapters online or something, but I don't think he did. I think these came out as books. So mm. anyway, that's where I, I first started noticing it was in that book. Um, but then I started reading these other books, who well, I'm not going to name because I don't think I'm going to be very nice about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I got them because the plot seemed pretty cool. It was, they're sci-fi things, and it's kind of a mashup of stuff we already know. But again, you know, it's kind of comfortable. Um, and I was like, okay, this sounds pretty cool. I'll check it out. And then, so I picked up the first two books in the series. And as I'm reading them, I'm like, sometimes in the same chapter, this guy repeats something he just said. Hmm. Like, <laughs> and and it, it gets worse. He just keeps doing it over and over. And there's like, have you ever read something where like you're the overall story, you like the story, you know, you think it's okay, the the sequence of events and the basic plot and stuff, but like the writing's just so clunky and terrible. And it's it's like this books, these books were written for kids, but they are not kids' books at all. There's like blood and guts and gore and things and all kinds of stuff going on, you know, right? Because it's like a space battle sci-fi thing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I mean, these are definitely not kids' books. I don't even, I mean, they might be YA type books. Mm-hmm. It seems like they kind of, I guess they could be YA type books, but even at that, I mean, shit, Hunger Games was written better, you know? And I don't think Hunger Games was written very well, as far as a stylistic thing. Right. And that, that, I mean, Hunger Games is another good example, where, you know, I like the basic story of that. It's, and, you know, I like the plot, and I like some of the characterization and stuff, but the story, the actual functional part of the story is not very good. The, the writing part of it. Mm-hmm. And... So, you know, but th- these books are even below that, like, but apparently it's a series that's done pretty well, because there's like another seven books after the two I got. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... And, and this I, same author... That's not surprising. Like, I looked up this author, author's bibliography, and he's got like 40 books out, you know? <laughs> like three, three or like, no, like four different series and then some other miscellaneous things, you know? And so I'm like, okay, so obviously this is a writer who's making a living doing his work, but it's terrible. <laughs> you know, the only reason I'm I'm continuing to read them now is because I've got them, and like I said, I basically like the story. You yeah. know, and again, though, I start wondering why. I, I'm I'm wondering if somebody's done a study over the past few years or something about like how readers actually consume stuff. And so I'm trying to attribute this to that because again, you know, these books must have an editor. And if the editor says that's okay for that to be in there, then then this is on purpose. Um, hmm. I'm, I just can't figure out the why. And, or like again, because if you took out all these repeats, these books would not be novel length; they'd probably be novellas. So uh, that's kind of where I'm leaning towards the padding thing. Mm-hmm. But man, it's just I, it, it's not like the books are garbage, but they're not very well done. <laughs> like. <laughs> 
either that or maybe they're, I don't know, maybe they're aimed at inexperienced readers or like casual readers, occasional readers or something. I don't know. But I, it's one of those things like where I, I just, I couldn't, I, I wouldn't be able to recommend these books to anybody. And I, I mean, aren't. And I bet if they made a TV show of it, it would be better than the books. Because there, there, are, some, there are some, very few, but there are some things where the TV show or movie is better than the book. Because, yeah. I mean, because at least a TV show would have a presumably competent team of writers on it. Um, who, like, and because they have to work in a limited time, they, you know, they couldn't necessarily afford to fluff out like that. Although I've seen some TV show, series that have gone a lot longer than they should have in a season. Like they were right in a six, six season or a six episode season and, that they stretched into a 12 episode season. <laughs> those, uh, those Netflix Marvel movies or TV shows always seemed a little stretched out to me. They're very stretched out. Like you seriously could compress those down into half the season's length and be perfectly fine. <laughs> You know what? I just finished watching um, Miss Marvel, and it, it it's almost the opposite. Well, that's good. If you want it, to, if you want there to be more, I always feel like that's a good sign. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's only six episodes, and it it feels like maybe they should have put more into the episode, but they didn't have. Obviously, it has the least amount of budget of all of them because there's I mean they put some special effects into her powers but you don't see her using her powers all the time. Is this like a continuation from the movie? It's Miss Marvel, not Captain Marvel. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Different people. Um so not Carol Danvers. Not Carol Danvers. Right, okay. Is this the Miss Marvel the most recent one where she's a kid? Yeah. Okay. Because I just I remember the Miss Marvels from back in like the '80s or whatever, and she was like an adult superhero there. Miss Marvel, yeah. Also, Carol Danvers. That was Carol Danvers too. Yeah. Oh. I think yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think I've read those since. Like, I I think I've pulled a bunch of back issues in the early '90s at some point, and that's mm-hmm. how I read them. And they were like '80s issues. Mm-hmm. Got them out of a dime bin or something like that. Um. Yeah, so, I don't know, repetitive. Weird. It's just weird stuff, man. I don't understand it. You're weird. Your face is weird. I've been reading a lot of books, so. That's good. I think you did, couldn't. (laughs) You go to hell, Mike, went hard. Okay. Went through a bit of a 90s thing on YouTube the other day. Listened to a bunch of 90s music. Yeah. Do you remember Corner Shop's Brimful of Asha? Yes. Everybody needs a bosom for a pillow. I do remember that, yes. That's a catchy song. And even though everybody loves to hate it, gosh darn it, Breakfast at Tiffany's was a catchy song. I'll stand by that. What a catchy song. I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, that Geggy Ta song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
all I want to do is to thank you. So, <laughs> super catchy. Stuff like that, though, you know, like that's why you never saw second songs by those guys. I think they actually had more than one album, but yeah, <laughs> they could never actually match the success of that that first radio signal single. I know Corner Shop had a, several albums out, but I, I don't, you know, and I think I had either had or heard the whole album that that Brimful of Asha was on, mm-hmm. and the rest of it wasn't bad, but it, it just wasn't as catchy as that, like. Um, trying to think of some of the other ones. I don't know. It was just one of those things where I just put on like somebody else's playlist or something, and then I my ears would perk up when I heard one I liked. That uh, this wasn't '90s. I don't think unless it was '99. Well, it might have been '99. Do you remember um, Propeller Heads, that history repeating song? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, had that old jazz singer singing it. Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name. I did not like that song. Oh, really? Uh, it was always playing when I got in my car, and so I just did not like it. Also, like that, um, there's another song, uh, uh, the Never Met a Girl Like You Before. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Collins. Uh, yeah, I, I got so sick of that song. I understand that. I mean, there's things that ostensibly I should have liked that I, I didn't just because I was forced to listen to them so many times. Mm-hmm. From other people playing it or whatever, mm-hmm. that I, I I didn't actually like it until like a, you know years later when I hadn't heard it for five ten years something like that. <laughs> uh, but I was I was I heard that Propeller had song the other day. And I was thinking about them because I think they only put out one album, and I'm like, so they had this like song that was really big, you know, and they, you know, I guess I think they were the ones behind the actual software. The Propeller Heads uh, Rebirth, which was like a, a drum machine software. I don't know nothing about that. That was also like late 90s, early 2000s. Don't know nothing about that. Um, but don't know nothing about it. I think they were behind it. Because that, that was also called Propeller Heads, the company. Mm. But I, I was just wondering, like, I'm like, well, why did they only ever have one album out? You know? <laughs> Maybe that's the only one to do. Well, yeah, that's true. The way I figure it is, even if you only ever write one like really good song, you're still ahead of the game. All the songs that I write are really good. Really good to wrap my fish in. It was so stupid. It really is. <laughs> Oh, my God, that's like something an old lady would say. Yeah, let me put on my babushka. That was funny. I like it. Um. <laughs> anyway. Oh, there was another one. I think it was Suzanne Vega, maybe? She had that 99.9 Fahrenheit degree song in, like, 94 or 95. Mm-hmm. That was really catchy, too. Sorry, I was trying to hold my breath so I would get rid of these hiccups. Oh, okay. I was sneezing a lot earlier. In fact, at one time, oh. at one time I snarted. You smell gross. Yeah. Well, at least it wasn't a, a snarted. <laughs> no, I got him back again. You sure? It was, yeah, it was just a snart, not a snart. 
but <laughs> um, shut up. My neighbors have been giving me stink eye because my grass is so high. Why aren't you cutting it? You're so crazy about cutting uh, grass. What's wrong with you? Well, for one thing, Mike, I do hate doing yard work. But uh, you do it all the time. That's because it always needs to be done. But I, I just, I haven't had time. Deadlines, deadlines, lots of deadlines. And then when I might have had time, it, it rained. Like, so it's been one of those things where when the weather's, you know, okay to do it in, because all my stuff's electric, including my lawnmower. Um, so I don't like to, you know, risk getting them all wet. Mm. Was it raining there today? Uh, not today, but I think it is tonight. But I, I couldn't have done it today anyway, so. Had to hit a thing and start another book. But, yeah, so. It's just funny, because I think... I, I mean, it's not like it's knee high or anything, but it's it's everybody else has cut their grass, so except for me. But I, you know, I'm, I'm the last house on the street in a corner, so it's not like people driving by see it or anything. You're the last house on the left. I am the last house on the left. Mm. It's uh, it's one of those things, you know. Um, which reminds me that original of that is on Amazon Prime right now. I'll, I'll skip it. I think, wasn't that a Wes Craven movie? Yep. Yeah. 73 or something like that. It had been one of his first movies. Yeah. If not the first. You're the first. I am the first. I'm the first among equals. Hmm, okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. So what else? What else is... Oh, okay, we've already covered that. Don't worry. I um, I use some of my, because you know, I've ordered stuff on Amazon, and if they offer me a credit to delay my delivery or whatever, I go ahead and take it now. And um, yeah, I didn't know they did that. They don't always. Like sometimes I'll, I'll order something and it's not an option or whatever. But if it pops up, I'm like, sure, why not? If I don't need it right now, you know. Yeah. That's cool because usually it builds up enough and I, I rent a movie or something. Mm. So I've got, um, um, what do I got? Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch that new, um, Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe joint. Uh, that's, uh, it's funny. It's okay. Is it? Yeah. Cool. It's not plain. I, um, I mean, I, I generally like Sandra Bullock movies anyway. And I, everything I've seen Daniel Radcliffe in so far, I've enjoyed. He is always doing his best. I am. Um, you know who's surprisingly good in everything I see is that, uh, what's his face? The other guy. Channing Tatum? Yeah. He's always good in whatever he does, even if it's not a good movie. He tries. Was he the one in Battleship? He is not in Battleship. Who was the lead guy in that? That was T- Tyler, T- T- Tyler... The guy from Friday Night Lights? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to... What else has Channing Tatum been in that I'd know? I guess I can just look that up. He was in G.I. Joe. That's right. Which he is... He's Duke, right? He is Duke. Yeah. Yeah. He's great in that Hail Caesar movie. 
Um, he was in 22 Jump Street. He's in both of them. 21 Jump Street. Yeah, I didn't like that movie. I don't care what you like. I just I didn't like that movie at all. I don't like you. I didn't like it. Well, guess what? Nope, no sir. Didn't like it at all. <sighs> but anyway, so I, I, I've got that in my queue to watch this weekend. The Lost City. Should be fun. I'm going to sleep. Already? That's so soon, man. I don't know, man. I'm old and tired, and all all I think about is being old now. It's just coming up on 9 o'clock. Yeah. Man, do you eat dinner at 4? I do. That's okay. I eat dinner at (laughs) 5. Sometimes 4.30 if I'm really hungry. I'm probably just going to go lay on the couch and watch... Uh, watch some Channing Tatum. Well, I'm going to watch YouTube videos of people cutting ingrown toenails. That's weird. Oddly <laughs> specific, too. Uh, that's because I've watched one and now my entire YouTube video is... All I got is that. It's like, it used to be all guitar videos, and now it's, it's like, all I did was watch a guy get his, it's like, wow, that looks gross, and I watched it, and now that's all that shows up. Yeah, you need to do something about that, isn't it? Shark Week I, or something? Uh, well, I, you know what? Is, I that, don't, is that next week? I don't know. I don't keep up with sharks. Shark Week. Uh... Um, yeah, well, that's, yeah, that is weirdly specific. Go watch the JHS show, man. Uh, did you see the one where he was just, he was guessing pedals with a blindfold on? Mm, No. He was, he was just touching the pedals and he had a blindfold on and he guessed all of them. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. That dude's That's insane. really weird. He is insane about pedals, man. <laughs> like, just uh, even just looking at the walls behind him, and I'm just sitting there going, "Like, holy crap!" I mean, I got a lot of junk, but that's a lot of junk, dude. <sighs> they were doing one the other day. Oh, he was talking about Maxon. <laughs> Maxon put out a special line of like Japan only pedals or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he was on this quest and, and to collect them, and, and he found one that he didn't even know existed because it wasn't in the uh, marketing material and stuff. It was just, mm. it was funny to watch. I'm just like, okay, dude, do these pedals sound any better than the thousands of other pedals that you have? And I understand. I mean, he's collecting, and collecting isn't reasonable. Yeah, like, yeah that's collecting. That's not. Uh... Yeah, I don't. Ha- I don't do pedals. I uh, oh, that reminds me. Did you get the email about the? Um, I think you got this. The Boss Katana's got a software upgrade. Oh yeah, yeah. I I haven't done that. Like the two point software or something like that. Mm-hmm. I guess I must have something else by Roland, or I must have needed to download something from Roland that required me to make an account or something. Mm-hmm. So I, occasionally I get rolling emails. Rolling, 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 rolling. Um, yeah, I'm I'm glad 
you mentioned that because I wanted to wanted to tell you about that in case you didn't see it. Oh, I remember something else because it's late in the week and I forgot about this. I was going to do this whole bit where I said, "Pop quiz, Mike Norton. It's 2022 and you've never seen Speed. What do you do? What do you do?" I've never seen it all the way through. Oh, really? It's a ridiculous movie. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's fun though, it, but it's it's still a ridiculous movie. <laughs> mm. But uh, I finally I finally saw it for the first time, and I you know I I'd maybe seen clips or something before, but I had never even seen like sections of it really. Mm-hmm. Um, it just completely blew by me. I guess I don't know why. Never saw the second one either, which seems even unlikelier than the first one. But well, I gotta well, say, huh? Yeah, well, it's Sandra boat, Bullock again on a boat. It, it seems. It seems way more likely, because boats get hijacked all the time. Yeah, but it seems unlikely that Sandra Bullock's going to wind up in that situation again. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... But uh, I guess if Bruce Willis has done it like 12 times now. Sure, that guy's real unlucky. Oh, yeah. Super unlucky. You don't want to be anywhere near him, ever. Yeah, well, not when he's traveling. You don't want to travel with Bruce Willis. Well, John McClane, don't go anywhere with John McClane. What was it, the third one? The third one was the third in, one in his hometown. Is- like, yeah. he wasn't even traveling. So I, I think basically a good rule of thumb is just not to be anywhere near John McClane. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, in the same city. Or at least, you know, within a few blocks. Because, yeah, that dude's magnet, man. But, um... <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I, I watched it for the first time. And, and it's funny watching... Because it's, it's a very 90s movie, too. Like, mid-90s. Um... So in that way, it's kind of neat because you, because it's a, a movie that was supposed to be like you know in the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a nice little time capsule of like fashion and stuff too. Mm. Uh, at least like on the city, the city street scenes and stuff like that. And the casting was really good. There was a lot of people in there that you know you recognize from other stuff. Um, either before or stuff since, like because mm. uh, like the the one. Uh, the captain of the bomb squad or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name, the character's name, and I can't remember the actor's name either, but he was a main character in Eureka later. Mm. And, of course, there's uh, the Ferris Bueller's guy. Um, whose name I have. I'm bad with names tonight, really. I'm bad with names in general, but I'm tired, so I don't remember things. And, of course, you know, that's early Sandra Bullock, so she's, like, super cute back then. Bullock. 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 Bella Fleck. Bella Fleck and the Fleck Towns. Future. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, oh, something else I watched recently. Our drummer's name is Future Man. It was, really? <laughs> What's his name? Future Man. What does he play? It, uh, well... We think it's the drums. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Future Man. He's kind of a keyboard drum set thing. We don't know. He's from the future. He won't tell us his real name. <laughs> Future Man. Future <laughs> Man. So, um... Oh, I finally got to see the last season of The Librarians, too. I'm good. I like that show, too. It was on a par with, like, Warehouse 13 and Eureka and stuff like that. 
just sort of a fun show that was, you know, mostly nice. And uh, I had, for whatever reason, I had stopped watching it at the end of season three. I guess I forgot that it was coming back or something. So, it's all season four. I mean, I binge-watched the whole show again. But, yeah. I even watched the prequel movies. Which, the third one is <laughs> weird. Wait a minute, the one the prequel movie? <laughs> there were three movies that had come out before the series started. Yeah, those aren't prequels. Those were just the movies. But they if are... Anything, the series are a sequel. They're still prequels to the series. <laughs> the series is a sequel to the movies. But I was specifically talking about the series first. So I, I'm saying that these are prequels to the series. <laughs> In your head, Canada, they're prequels. Well, they are, literally, they are prequels to the series, dude. <laughs> I mean, is Star Wars a prequel to The Force Awakens? Uh, wait a minute, which one was The Force Awakens? The, 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 the seventh one. Oh, well, yeah, I guess they are. I mean, <laughs> they, they precede, they precede it, so they are prequels. Uh, it depends on where, it depends on your frame of reference and where you're talking about it from. You really, really like those librarian movies. I do too. They were fun. Mm-hmm. You know, Noah Wiley, he was just like charming. And in the third one, you got to see like a sexy stanichatic vampire. Yeah, she was a vampire. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, they were fun. And the, uh, the show itself had a good cast. They worked really well together. And what's the one actress name? The redhead. Oh, yeah, she has a fun real name. Her name's Lindy Booth. It's just fun. Anyway. So, uh... Uh... Mike? Yeah? Do we have an email? No. Hmm. Okay. Um, there were things in stores this week, but I don't know if I can bring it up, since usually when I try to look up this week's stuff this late it's already gone mm-hmm. oh wait maybe not maybe not darn I'm just trying to think I know um I think there was a West of Sundown in stores this week and I want to say 8 Billion Genies number 3 was in stores this week I think mm-hmm. yes and ha, it's a ridiculous cover. <laughs> Some book called Florida Man was in stores. Oh, it's in stores next week. Yeah, that's Mike Byrne. Oh, is it really? Yeah. That cover's funny. Yeah. At least I, I don't know if there's more than one cover. The one I'm looking at's got a dude riding an alligator jumping over a car. That's pretty funny. I like it. <laughs> anyway. Um, but I don't remember. I'm really bad at remembering stuff that's out. I, I want to say there's something from Oni out too. That letter, but I'm sure there is something from Oni out. I uh, I don't know. I just don't know, Mike. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. 
So, oh, there it is. I can check. Um, come on, Mike. It's only nine o'clock. <laughs> but we've been on for an hour. I don't want to go for two hours. I'm not, I'm not going for two hours. Just give me a second to look some stuff up here. Um, did you uh, did you have anything in stores? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You're as bad as I am. No, I'm not. I don't look for it. I'm just saying you're bad at remembering when things are coming out. I Well, it's hard to remember if you were new in the first place. I guess so. <laughs> I suppose you're right. Okay, yeah. Um, from Image, it was 8 Billion Genies number 3 and Undiscovered Country number 19 were in stores that I lettered. Did I mention I lettered those, Mike? Both of them. Yes, you did. Both of them. Uh, and, uh, you know, they both have media deals. Okay. Of course, they both have Charles Soule writing them, but, you know. So, anyway. Um, I, I, yeah, I guess that's it, man. Oh, yeah, from Vault. West of Sundown number four did come out this week. With that lovely Jim Terry art. Probably mm-hmm. all drawn to <laughs> Alien and, um... Yeah. Yeah. Or Aliens. Which, which one's his favorite? The second uh, one, isn't it? All, uh, I think the first one's his favorite. Hmm. Aliens and whatever that other movie was. Lord of the Rings we were talking about whatever earlier. They're all his favorite. You know, he hasn't watched those in too long. <laughs> so... <laughs> Alright, I guess that's it for this week then. So, uh, you can reach us at crankcast.com, crankcast at gmail.com, Mike's website is ihatemike.com. Uh, if you happen to see Mike out in the street, don't touch him. Don't. Because, don't. well, you know, I mean, just touching people in the street's a little weird anyway. I'll get you. Let's be honest here. I mean, it is a little strange just to touch people. I'll get you if you touch me. Um, you know, and you'll get he would probably also appreciate it if you just didn't breathe at him. Don't breathe around me. Well, just hold breath. I'm, you can breathe. Just don't breathe at him. Don't, don't breathe. You know, and if you're, especially if you're like in an enclosed space, like a tube. Stop breathing. Um, I, I'm, I'm, you know, halfway considering investing in like scuba gear or something. Okay. Or like a hazmat suit, maybe. Hazmat's good. I guess I could always, I mean, you know, I do have gas masks. Do they work? I don't know, because I bought them back in the mid-90s. I mean, the rubber's still good, but the filters probably aren't anymore. Mm-hmm. I bought them as props. Everybody does. Nobody buys a gas mask for real. Yeah, probably not. One of mine was Russian, and one of them was Israeli. Bought them sure. a surplus store. Jeremy probably has a closet full of them. Gas masks. <laughs> Welcome to my gas mask collection. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the gas mask room. One thing about having a room full of gas masks, man, it stinks of rubber. Because those things are strong smelling. But anyway, that's neither here nor there, really, I guess. Uh... Hope everybody has a good weekend. We'll catch you next week, and I will try to make sure I'm on time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
Bye. Bye.